everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. How are you, Weirdo? Hey, Dragon. How are you? We just Good. had an exciting conversation that we hopefully did. was not recorded, right? No. Right? I also, I also am Fingers just. I, we just need you to get your Lord, Lord of the Rings shit out before we hit record, so nobody has to listen to it. I, I yeah, I did that. I did that today. I did that today. I did. I did basically go on like a ten minute rant. You sure uh, about the Lord of the Rings show again, again, <laughs> and the entire time you're just like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then when sure. you realize like I'm done, you're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're so right. You're so right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just nod and yes, and you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, like, and yeah, you're like, yep, yep. It's a, you don't hate the show because you're a misogynist. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Totally believe you. Sure. Uh, anyway, let's should, should we should we should we get this started? Oh. I I immediately oh, brought yeah. up Dragon, Le- Dragon, Lord of, Lord of Dragon. the Rings. That was a bad idea. Yes. Yeah. Go. You you brought it up by the way. I brought um, it up. How was your week? It was good. How I, was your week? Uh, I did a little bit of training, you know, whatever. Um, but the big thing I did this, this, this week is two things. Me and Andrew, um, hung out with a couple of our friends and we did a trivia night and we got second place. So that's exciting. You were not. Especially when you know how good I am at, you know, how good I am at trivia. How are you at, at at basketball trivia? Better than you probably. (laughs) Oh, that's a hundred percent accurate. So we, uh, so we did a trivia night. It's, it was just like a really last minute thing at a bar down the street from us. And I, I'm notoriously really, really bad at trivia. Like I, I'm incredibly bad at like coming up with the thing on the spot, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I might know it yeah. and I'll come up with it later, but not, not on the spot like that, but I got two answers. Uh, I gave us two answers and that was very exciting. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. we just lucked out because half of the, half of the, um, uh, questions were about movies and we had Andrew on our team. So we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and a bunch of the other questions were about basketball and my friend's husband is like a huge basketball nerd. So it just like nice. happened to work out really well, but it's still very and annoying that we got second place instead of first. <laughs> I did a trivia night once and basically it was like, Hey, uh, what things don't burn like? Let's yeah. do all that stuff. And, I, and my, uh, my chick at the time was like, I don't understand. I thought you were like a nerd. And I'm like, I don't know any of this shit. Yeah. But like it's you, like they 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 picked popular things. I don't yeah. know these stuff. The problem is like a it wasn't really good Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. It wasn't Lord of the Fucking Nerd. So a really good trivia team <laughs> has like the nerdy one that likes like the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and like it's kind of in that nerd culture. They have a sports one that's like good at all the sports trivia stuff. They have like a pop culture one that's good at like current events. And then they have like a history political nerd that's good at that stuff. So usually like you have it a rounded out team. Our team was not rounded out, but we did we just happened to nail some of the yeah yeah some of the categories that were in there if i was on the trivia what do you think my my big uh topic would be it'd be baseball one that i was like oh don't worry oh i guess so it'd be baseball but uh, um well in terms of because it has to be something that like other people don't know about like it's like a relatively niche thing for like bar trivia people and yours would be baseball Mm -hmm. and then maybe we'd get like your dirty like lord of the Rings shit <laughs> I think I think I would be an expert because I'm actually a historian on the war of culture. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> absolute, you're the absolute worst. Um so anyway, we did okay. that. And then the other thing, the other thing that I'll talk about real quick is uh remember last week how I talked about Anvil? Um Yes. We, oh wait, isn't this part are you are you starting your thing? No, 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 I'm not. I, I just put it in okay. here so I'd remember to talk about it. Um, so gotcha. uh, the other thing that I, that we did was we saw Anvil live at St. Vitus, and it was very mm-hmm. fun. Um, 
So we actually happened to be around St. Vitus earlier in that day, meeting a friend for lunch. And we walked past St. Vitus at like, you know, the show's at eight. We walked past it at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, the band was just outside, like loading their shit into St. Vitus. We were like, and because uh, we were walking by and it was like, wouldn't it be funny if we saw them? And then we walked by and was like, oh, that's St. Bill. <laughs> like it's right there. <laughs> Hanging out. They're loading and then we, their own stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're back they to are. that. Listen, listen, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. They're little, they were, they, get, they showed up and like, but you know, they, I don't know if they had like, like a, um, a bus that they were traveling in, but from what mm-hmm. I saw, it was like a Subaru with like a thing trailer, like, you know, like one of those little trailers. In the a back. hitch trailer. Yeah. Yeah. A hitch trailer. Yeah. So I <laughs> nice. don't know. I don't know how they're doing, but they put on a really good show and it was very fun. And they are in their late sixties now. And I'm very impressed by them. Like the 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 lead okay. singer Lips, he he looks great. He's 67 years old. He looks great. Um, mm-hmm. Very excited. Doing, doing good. Yes. Yeah, so, so anyway, it was really fun. We when we walked past them at like three o'clock in the afternoon, we really regretted not yelling like, "Hey, Anvil! Like, we'll see you later tonight." Because I think they would have liked that. But yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my week, Berto. Why don't you tell me about your week? I mean, I, again, once again, I don't do anything. So I don't know what there is to talk about. So, I mean, all I did was just hang out with the baby at the park. I, yeah. took him, he, I put him on a bike and and uh, he, he was in the little carriage in the back. Yeah. Um, he did not like that, but I don't think it's because he was in the carriage as much as it's because he was like, I can't see anyone. Yeah, that's fair. I and understand he, that. He, yeah, we had on a, we, wouldn't, we gave him a little helmet, which kind of didn't fit. It was yeah. too big for him. Yeah. So we got a smaller helmet. But uh, I, I honestly was just telling my chick, like, he's a man's man. He doesn't need a helmet. Oh, my God. You're the worst. I, I think that uh, I bet you I bet you it's just that he if you were in there with him, he probably would have loved it, loved it. But, you know, he's a little he's a little small to, like, lose you guys. Well, he doesn't have, like, object permanence yet. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to get a little like bike seat that he's going to basically be in front of me while I'm yeah. biking. So that way we can hang out. Yeah. Just two cool guys dragging hanging out. Yeah, hang, hanging out. Um, I also uh, there were there was a smoker this weekend, right? How did yes, how did I was that about go? to talk about that, but I oh, guess sorry. you you didn't want to. Uh, you, you know, we had one of our boys, uh, one of your boys, Dragon. He did a smoker. Um, these are he, these are so, these are, so he are more punchy, kicky boys. They are not my boys. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. I like them very much, but they are not my jujitsu boys. So in this one, he was he was uh like it. it Ultimately, I think he was disappointed in his own performance, but I'm like, well, no, you did what you're supposed to do. Like you were supposed to go out there. Like, I don't give a shit about your performance as a smoker. Like mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, whether you feel like you win or, or lose is secondary to what right. I'm actually looking for, which is, uh, can you listen when we, yeah. when we explain things to you, or do you get lost in the fucking, right. in, in the, in the moment? And, and like the excitement I think of that it. part, yeah, yeah, that part he did well. Uh, the other parts that he's like, oh, I didn't do this well, I didn't do that well. I'm like, yeah, that's just that's that's skills that we can we can work into. Who gives a shit yeah. about that stuff? Yeah, like it's more so like, can oh, what what are you like in the pressure? That's what right. that's what we're looking for. And but yeah, I, I, it was mostly just like, well, he just kept tying up. The other guy just kept tying up with you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's just because the, you know, you're just a little off balance. But that's that's easily fixable. So that right. but I, I I think he did really well. So. I mean that's pretty much it, Dragon. I mean that's cool. We had one person fight, so that was good. Yeah, and, it was uh, it was a much smaller yeah. night than the last time. It was probably like a lot easier yeah. for you guys. <laughs> yes, much easier. Yeah. I mean, the first time we had five people going and it was just stressful because especially for me, because Jaime and Real were the guys out there like 
coaching. And I was in the background, just like trying to warm up three different people at the same time while Mm -hmm. also like suiting them up, getting them ready and everything. And I'm just like, this is, (laughs) this is like, am I doing this on time? Am I doing it at the appropriate time? Like all that stuff without being seeing or doing anything. Yeah. So I didn't actually see any of the fights until like the following week. Yeah. When you could like watch them on video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's okay. funny. All right. So, Dragon, I guess, you know, we summed up our week. Should we jump what in? What else is there to talk about? I guess, yeah, I guess so. Dragon, why don't you yes. tell me about a little segment we call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What'd you watch on the couch? Okay. So, um, I, uh, I'll i start with a show. So, Andrew and I watched Shrinking. It's an Apple TV Plus show. Oh, I, again, it's not. Apple TV Plus is not a thing. Stop <laughs> pretending. Um, so it's starring Jason Siegel, um, as a, uh, your boy. Yeah. My boy as a psychologist. And, um, the premise of the show is basically like he, he, um, his wife had died the previous year and he's like kind of just now getting his shit together after his wife died. And he's like basically working with his patients and doing the thing where it's like, what if instead of like letting my patients come to their own conclusions, I just tell them what they should do. (laughs) <laughs> kind of thing you know you know how okay. therapists anyway it's a it's a it's a comedy it's very fun i like it um i laugh a lot during the show i think i think it's great uh i i highly recommend i think i think it's a very fun show um that it i mean you don't want to talk about harrison ford in it oh a hair yes harrison ford sorry it, it, it's just starring jason Segel. yeah the the supporting cast he's of this, literally on the poster he's i know on i know, the poster. I know. But he's still like a technical, he did like best supporting actor. <laughs> this is the Oscars. Um, Harrison okay. Ford is so fucking good in this show. Um, he plays the Jason Siegel's that kind of mentor and boss. Um, really, really it's good in it. Harrison. Go. Yeah. As if what? It's as if Harrison Ford is a good actor. When he wants to be, he's fucking great, man. When he <laughs> wants to be, he's a good actor. When he doesn't want to be, he's just like, well, he's just in for the paycheck, which personally, I love that Harrison Ford, but go ahead. Yeah, same. Um, anyway, uh, he's he's very, very, very good in this. Um, Jessica Williams mm-hmm. is also one of the um, supporting ca- cast, and she's great. Krista Miller is in this. She plays like the next door neighbor. I really like her a lot. Um, his the, Jason Segel's teenage daughter is played by uh, Lukita Maxwell, and I she looks familiar to me, but I forgot to look up where else I've seen her. She's really good. It, it's a great cast. It's very funny. I think it's really good writing. I highly recommend. I, I like their promise a lot okay. too yeah okay but anyway we we finished the first season and it was fun um so there's that um okay next we watched um uh our 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 podcast uh gorley and rust is doing the mm-hmm. or did the final destination Why are you advertising Shut up. advertising other podcasts Shut up. um and uh, uh so we watched final destination four um and this is the final destination with the um nascar opening yep oh i i, I uh, there was i watched all the final destination so yes, yeah yes, yes. this is the nascar one um let me tell you it is not good um <laughs> the uh like it's funny because the third one is actually like very good it has mary elizabeth winstead in it the writing is good the acting is good it seems like they put a little more money into it <sighs> this one is like it was wow that is cheap like this looks like cheap tv you know like, so the third one yeah uh, sorry go ahead go, I, yeah I the third one like, is like the writing is cheesy like it the cgi is really really bad um and i don't know how it's really bad like 10 years after the original came out you know but uh it is and it's just it's just not it's just not great it's just not not there so the the second one i think is the best one right i think we we agreed to that the second one is the best because yeah. the first one is like trying to do an actual horror movie and the second one we just went into fucking silliness yeah 
And the third one, I think, continues that like, hey, let's be silly and crazy and like fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fourth one, it just became like, did, did, uh, did fucking, what's it called? Did, uh, God damn it, my brain went to shit. Did, did sci-fi just buy the property? Yeah, that's exactly. Did exact- they just make a sci-fi original movie? That's, that is exactly what it feels like. Exactly what it feels like. It's a, it's such a shame. Yeah, yeah it's really, really bad. And, uh, is that the one with the, the elevator at the end? Um, elevator at the end uh i don't remember escalator escalator sorry oh escalator, escalator. yes escalator i was like oh, okay yeah that was, there's an elevator that was really in the second one i think um there's like an elevator yeah. guy, but i don't think it's the end um anyway uh yeah no it's it's bad the escalator is bad it, like it doesn't even make sense she gets her like foot caught and then blood comes out of her mouth and i'm like well that's not how that works <laughs> that's <fine>. yeah <laughs> um i think my f- uh, uh the fifth one is a little bit better by the way, a little Is bit it? better. And then it does something at the very end that I went, holy shit, that I didn't see that coming. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fifth one, I think I was a little bit better. Okay. Little bit. I'm just thinking a little, a scooch, just a scooch, okay? I, I hope it's better than this one because I feel anyway, like the other ones are, are not bad, so. Anyway, uh, I suggest you watch them all, Dragon. I am going, I am going to. End to end to end. I am going to watch them all. Um, so that was that. Okay. Uh, it's on. You can only. You have to like rent it on Apple. Like it's not streaming anywhere, which is annoying. It's only like three dollar rental, but still. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, so we watched a 2018 movie that is on Tubi called Wobble Palace. Um. Okay, so. Tubi. Tubi yeah. Dragon. What you? What you? You're with me now? Is that I know, what you're doing? I know. Don't I look like an idiot? Um, so it is uh so it is a considered a romance slash drama movie, I guess. It's it's you almost a like a no, it's a almost like no, there's no com well, there is comedy, but it's not meant to um so it's almost like a um mumblecore movie. Like it's a it's like a sort of low budget movie by this guy named Eugene. Ugh, his his last name is um Russian. Koltyarenko, Koltyarenko, nailed um, it, perfect. Nailed it. I don't know. Uh, so he he wrote he wrote and I believe directed the movie and he start he's one of the stars in it. I uh-huh. really liked it, but I will say this about the movie: I really liked it. I thought it was it it's it's like a great indie movie. You know, I think the writing is fun. Yeah. I think like it's basically follows two like young like millennial maybe on the cusp of like whatever right is underneath millennial i guess gen z like you know like young let's people. say 25 year olds yeah yeah exactly 25 year olds who are in like <laughs> who are sort of like in an open relationship but clearly like she just wants to dump this fucking dude and he's just like going along with her she says and it's one of those mm-hmm. movies where like the dude in this movie is the worst fucking most weenie little like whiny fucking millennial piece of shit i've ever seen i just hated him with a fiery passion through like the whole movie i feel like you're attacking me right now (laughs) it's just like just one of those guys who's like a i'm such a nice guy i don't like you know like these these i don't understand why these (laughs) let me try it let me let me guess yeah i don't understand why all these bitches don't like me i'm such a fucking pro-woman yeah but like also like he's he is he is getting women and you're just like ew like stop it stop giving this dude anything he like is completely incapable like i i I hate i hate like andrew andrew always tells me like i i do not suffer like a um oh what the fuck is it what's the right whiny little bitch a whiny little bitch yeah i really don't i really whiny little bitch man 
weenie Andrew says a weenie I do not suffer a weenie well like it's just like not like you know what you know what I mean it's like one of those dudes where you're just like hey I just want I want to beat you up like I I should not want to beat you up you know what I mean but like Like, you're asking for me to beat you up by much like your general aura (laughs) what you're saying is my belief which is um man 80s bullying really saved our culture (laughs) didn't it because these days how many people do you see like talking and you're just like, did no one fucking like give you noogies when you were growing up because you were acting like a fucking idiot? Bro, like just stop. What are you doing? What absolute bullshit are you doing? Yeah. It's so, like somebody yeah, who so can't, just, who, like, can't stand you. up for himself and like will just say the things that he thinks he's supposed to say instead of what he really thinks. And you just know it. And you're like, ew, stop. Yeah. Just don't, don't be you're saying like I should that. watch this movie. I, I actually think you should. I don't I don't think you'll I don't know positive how much you'll male, like it. But uh, positive male role model for my son, basically. It's almost it's like <laughs> it's like an indictment on like millennial young millennial culture, basically. Okay. Um, okay. I might yeah. I might enjoy this movie. I might actually watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's on uh, TV. My favorite it, site. It, it is on TV, yeah. Um and it's like short. It's an hour twenty-six, so it's nice. So you nice. even with the ads, it's really not that bad. Um, Sam, mm-hmm. that's that's Wobble Palace. Um, I really ten out of ten, it. highest of yeah, recommends. I really liked. It. I, I hated the main characters, the bad people, but I really liked the, the movie. Yeah, um, and just to remind you, uh, Dragon at the Movies has come out pro bullying. <laughs> it's look. I just think Dear Evan Hansen could have been solved in the same way. <laughs> so <I'm saying. laughs> Dear um, Evan Hansen. Okay, like, we can't we can't get into it. We can't I know we can't. Dear Evan Hansen would have been solved with just someone kicking someone in the kicking Evan Hansen in the nuts, and the and and the entire movie would have gone for the better. And then setting him down and be like, "I need you to understand why that was appropriate <laughs> and why you yes, were in I the wrong you, I, here." I, Terrible. Oh Terrible. my god. Okay. Let's, let's okay. Move on. I'm moving let's move on. on. I'm moving on. Okay. I'm gonna go out into the theaters. Um, so yesterday mm-hmm. we ventured outside and we saw um, a, a new movie in the theater, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. So this oh, is a huge new... fan of the first Dungeon and Dragons movie. And there's been a few of them, right? Yeah. Okay. All of them have been just as bad as the world. Like has. uniformly bad, right? Yeah. Yes. So this one is starring Chris Pine uh, and Michelle Rodriguez um, and a couple other people. I got to tell you, I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was like a, a fun action adventure movie. Um, they I think they missed out on a couple of things c- considering this is a D and D movie. Like they could have like, like they didn't have enough like, uh, enough like animal people. You know what I mean? Like D and D is full of like you could be like a lizard okay. person or a dragonborn or whatever. I think they didn't have enough. They had some of that, but they didn't have enough of it. Um, like the main gotcha. the main crew, the main cast is all like humanoid people, and I think that's yeah. like, kind of a shame. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was very fun. I honestly liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, it got me. It's like a solid like little action adventure movie. I I don't think so, I I like you need to like watch it a bunch or anything. If you were like I'll so, wait till it comes out, I'd be like okay, but you go. So I gotta be honest. I I saw this and I was like oh. I, I do want to watch this movie, but when it comes out on streaming, yeah, um, but I saw it and basically like the, the writers were like, oh, we had a lot of fun making fun of the main character because he's, uh, you know, white man. And I was like, oh, oh boy, this is going to be one of those movies. And then basically I found out like, oh, no, that's it's not that at all. It's actually no. a good, fun movie. And I was like, yeah. oh, OK. Yeah, like it's, it's it's so funny how the, there's certain dog whistles to me that are like, I don't know if you call it a dog whistle, but there's certain markers where I'm like. Oh boy, this is gonna be a bad movie. And like say, saying something like that is normally one of them. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's not Go like ahead. that. Yeah, it's not like. I mean, they did yeah, make no, fun I, of Chris I, Pine, but not not like that. You know. 
Yeah, like in in a, in a normal way, not not to the point of where it's like, what what are you guys doing, <laughs> like that. Yeah. But no, I've I've heard I've heard several people who like even talking about like, oh man, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. And then they're like, oh, I actually liked it. I thought yeah. it was really good. Did <laughs> like, oh, did you I see? Yes, I eat crow. Did you see the trailer for it? Yes. So it, the first time you saw that trailer, if you like uh giggled or laughed at the dead guy like the questions with the dead guy you know yeah that's like that that's the humor through the whole movie so if you thought that was funny yes. i mean i know you've seen it probably a million times at this point but if like you thought that was funny you know you probably think the movie is funny and i i did i liked yeah, it i'm sure I enjoyed it yeah okay. um it's good so yeah, good action I, comedy dragon good little action comedy liked it um so the last thing that i'm going to talk about is after we watched Dungeons and dragons at the theater yesterday we basically went straight to uh from amc to spectacle and saw another movie so we went mm-hmm. um we went to our favorite blood brunch um where they just play a random horror movie and the horror movie they played was a return to salem's lot which is a 1987 yeah a 1987 uh uh horror movie and you know, it's like it's fun to watch with the crowd. It's a little ridiculous. Um, okay. you know, it's yeah. it, it's it was I didn't I didn't hate it, honestly. It was kind of fun. Kind of fun. I saw this like 20 years ago. I don't remember much of it, but I remember hating it. Like mm-hmm. thinking it was really bad. But I'm sure with the crowd it might be like stupid yeah. fun. But yeah. I just don't I don't remember anything about it. But yeah. Yeah. So high, highest of recommends. Ten from ten out of ten. No, definitely not a recommend. I also uh you have to like uh rent it it's like not streaming anywhere it should it should rightfully mm-hmm. be a tubi movie but it is not <laughs> it's not a tubi <laughs> so, so uh, i love the descriptor yes <laughs> so it is uh yeah it, but it was fun it was it was it was a kind of fun little thing to watch um it's it's got like that late 80s like the dad in it is like just a bully like straight up a bully to his son but it's not played like oh he's such a bully it's just like that how is how he is as a father and i think that's a very yeah. funny very funny thing. love it yeah great back um, back when men were men right dragon yes, back when men were men. back when you could call your kid like a fucking stupid idiot and like to his face until like, get the fuck out of here yeah yeah um I, and he's what, like 14. that's what my that's what my parents did and you know <laughs> yeah exactly it turned out how fine. i turned out um <laughs> anyway that was it Berto. so why don't you tell me about what you watched in a little segment we had to call Berto on the bed all right dragon so i guess i'll start with a little show uh i don't know if you've heard of this uh harley quinn have you I, heard have you heard of that cartoon I, on, on hbo i hate you so how many years <laughs> so how many years have you been saying that you should watch this show <laughs> mm-hmm. so you've heard of it <laughs> go go what did you think <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I stumbled upon this show. You know, no, no one told me to watch it. I stumbled upon it. Shit. Anyway, me and my chick, we watched this show that nobody has ever brought up. Do you ever? I've never heard anyone mention whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I watched. I saw. I saw it. It's three seasons. It's all on HBO Max. Um, yeah, I first season, fucking great. I loved it. I love the fact that they. First season and the second season, I was like, this is fucking great. It's it's so brilliantly made because it's like, oh, you guys made a woke show, but you made it the right way. Yeah. Which is like, it, th- there's a difference between like being woke and being inclusive. Like being inclusive is like telling different stories. Being woke to me is like, it, and this is my definition. Being woke is like, you're just doing it for no reason. Yeah. You know, you're just doing it to click a box. And so this is like a very inclusive show. Like, oh, let's tell the let's tell the story, the story of Gotham Mm -hmm. from Harley Quinn's perspective, which is hilarious because then you see like, oh, she has these weird friends that make no fucking sense. Yeah, you know, she has um, 
like poison ivy is very much just like i i, I don't want to be involved in any of your shit yeah. <laughs> i don't want to be involved in any of your shit and then just constantly like rolling her eyes at everything uh that that was fucking hilarious um all the bad guys are always fucking funny when you break them down to see how stupid they are like um and then i loved how they did batman which is just like instead of playing him as a hero they played him as like he's a he's a whiny rich boy yeah yeah which i'm like this is such an interesting funny take i love that he was um, like he just has like mental problems <laughs> yeah his daddy issues all that shit it's just it's so funny and then he's like he can't be bothered to be friends with commissioner gordon <laughs> commissioner gordon's like we're best friends right and he's like uh yeah sure we are <laughs> um all that shit right i i yeah. really like that and then the third season hit and i was like all right it's still good but i feel like they wrote themselves into a corner yeah because um you know spoiler alert at the end of the second season by the way the second season to me was like fucking perfect it was brilliantly written everything yeah. it was yeah. it was like firing on all cylinders um third season i was like oh man you guys made harley quinn and poison ivy a, a couple Mm-hmm. And I'm like, number one, I kind of like the dynamic at first where it was like they were just best friends. And then I was like, I, I, I honestly, when they be, when they started like hinting that there was going to be a uh, a love story, I was like, yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want that. I want them to be friends. Yeah. Like, that's a different dynamic. Like, I don't want to see that. And then it happened. And then I was like, all right, all right, let's see where they go. And honestly, to me, it was like, man, you guys kind of wrote yourself into a corner because you put yourself there. And then you're like, we don't know where to take the story after that. So they kind of had to just like play with certain things. But most of it, I'm like, man, some of this stuff just doesn't work. The third season, I feel like it's starting to like fall apart, even though yeah. it's, I still think it's really good. Yeah. But and I'm like, I'm kind of scared for a fourth season because I'm like, I don't think it's going to get any better. Yeah. The third season, it's almost like you, the first two seasons, it's almost like writing a line of like, of we're making fun of woke, but not be and being woke at the same time. Yeah. And then I feel like in the th- fourth, third season, they're kind of like falling over. And I'm just like, no, 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 don't fall. Come back, come back this way, come back. No, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. So I'm afraid I, in the fourth season, they're going to just completely fall. I, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you mean by the like the the romantic relationship between the two being it just, like, yeah, it kind of, but I think it like creates, what, what it, but it, 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 it enables them to like do some other stuff, right? That they wouldn't be able to do yeah, if they weren't I, together. I think the biggest, sorry, I think the biggest thing was that like um, it made Poison Ivy, who's like a f- interesting side character, into a main character. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't think she, I don't think she works well in this show as a main character. I think she was better as like the person who's in the background constantly being like, you guys are fucking idiots and then yeah. walking away. Yeah. Now she has to be involved in everything. And I'm just kind of like, man, I kind of wish she was back to just calling everyone an idiot. Yeah. Like, that's what I liked her. Now, now she's part of the idiots. And it's like, oh, I didn't want to see. I, I wanted her to be part of the like on the outside. Yeah. But oh, overall, I still liked it. Also, um, yeah, I again, I just, just to remind you, I, I admitted it last week. I do play the character. Bing. You, do, you do play. Bing. OK, yeah. I it's, do. It's uncanny. <laughs> it's uncanny that it's literally your Gotham. You will be my recording. <laughs> one of my favorite things was when Bane, they, they so basically Gotham gets taken over by the bad guys mm-hmm. and Bane runs the uh, the prison. And <laughs> he does all these prison reforms that makes all the prisoners better. <laughs> like he's actually doing the work to like make prisoners reform. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah. like shit like that made me laugh so hard yeah um like like um the penguin being no not the penguin uh what's his name 
Oh, goddamn Clayface like, just oh, being Clay- a fucking actor for no reason. It's so fucking, he's so stupid. And being he's incredibly bad being. at it. Just so incredibly yeah, he's bad so at it. Bad. <laughs> Um, what is it? The Riddler who just like gets caught, but then decides to stay there because he's he's doing a workout. <laughs> stupid shit like that. Stupid shit like that makes it so funny. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, uh, good show. Good show. And I also love the what they did to the Joker. By the way. Yeah. That they they basically put him into a relationship. But with, with, with like else. a normie, just like a straight, <laughs> just like yeah. a normal. And then you see be. him. You see the Joker being like i'm a reformed man and it's like he actually is a reformed guy it's so fucking funny so fucking funny like that that stuff i love that thought that was hilarious uh I okay hard, hard, to right. agree. hard to agree it's a great show i 10 out of 10 yeah. recommend okay yeah you know nine out of ten okay fine nine you know. out of 10. so dragon I, I anyway i recommend you watch it <laughs> um Swear to God. You should watch it. I'm trying. Trust me. Trust me. Take my oh, okay. take my recommendation. I'll take your I'll take <laughs> okay, your blind next. recommendation. And I'll watch Harley Quinn the series that I've been telling you to watch. <laughs> All right, next dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a little movie. It's on the Amazon Primes. It's called Terrifier Two. Dragon. Have you seen Terrifier? I don't think so, but let me look it up. It's with the. Uh, uh, I think I showed you a picture of the clown, and I think you said you didn't. You didn't see it. Oh yes. No. I it's, yeah. You yeah. you did show me a picture of that clown. No, I did not see it. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was one of those like small like funny comedy movie like not funny. It's not funny because it's trying to be funny. It's funny because it's like a horror over the top horror. Right. And I was like, and I was like, man, it's kind of like a Freddy Krueger horror. Okay. Except much more, like the the main character, the 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 slasher doesn't talk. Okay. And so anyway, the second one came out, and they went, you know what? Let's make it bloodier. Let's make it much more gory. Let's nice. try to have more fun with it. And Dragon, they did it. <laughs> this is a great... I truly enjoyed myself. The, the ending goes crazy because they just like... I don't know. It's a supernatural clown that can't die. Sure. But so fuck it. We'll just we'll just go into crazier stuff. Yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm there. I'm with it. I'm with it. There's a death scene that like made me... It, it was so bloody and so brutal that it made me laugh and went on for so long. Yeah. That made me laugh really hard. It's one of those that like, oof, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then suddenly like, <laughs> that's funny. And then yeah. it goes even crazier and makes me laugh even more. And then it comes back and it's like, oh, my God, this is now fucking hilariously stupid. Even though there's blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway. Uh, yes. Very gory. Very, very much fun. I, I really recommend. I think you in particular would like uh, th- those two movies, Terrifier okay. and Terrifier 2. All right. Okay? Noted. Noted. So. And watch I just, that after I just you can't watch, wait. Uh... I just can't wait for Andrew to be like, "We've literally seen this, you fucking idiot." Let me be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you, you should watch that after you watch Holly Quinn. Oh, okay, got it on it. <laughs> okay, all right. Next, anyway, good, good, good recommend. I good recommend it's on Prime. Uh, I suggest I suggest people watch it. They like like horror movies, especially yeah. gory ones. All right, let yeah. me wait for the cops to pass by. I hear that. Yes. Okay. Anyway, next dragon. I watched a little movie. Okay. This one's also Jesus. It's getting louder, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. The cops finally passed by. Yeah. All right. Uh, next dragon. I watched. Don't worry. The dragon's gonna edit all that out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next. I'm known for my editing. I watched a little movie. Dragon. It's called Bros. Have you heard of this movie? I yes. It I came have out heard, last year. I have heard of this movie, but I did not see it. And now this is a rom com, right? Well, you and everyone else apparently. Yeah. This is a rom com. <laughs> And it was advertised as the first gay rom-com for gay people. Okay. 
And I was and so and I was like, that's a weird way of uh, advertising it, because you're basically saying we only want gay people to come. We only want the, the legitimates to come see it. Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, you know, I don't know marketing, I guess. Anyway, it turns out I, <laughs> it made almost no money in the theater. It bombed bad. Yes. Like it made 15 million overall. That's bad, especially Ooh, for a rom-com. Yikes. That's bad. Um, I don't I think part of it would be because the writer producer whatever the writer and creator um what's his name billy oh eichner god damn it i'm looking up right now billy eichner. billy 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 eichner he he basically the week before it came out he basically tweeted that um uh what was it he was trying to say yeah fucking what did he tweet i'm gonna i'm gonna find the exact tweet but essentially okay. what he was saying is like this isn't for bigots <laughs> So if you don't come see, like, this movie isn't for you bigots out there, so don't come see it, which is a weird thing to tweet out when you're like, what? Yeah, don't say Why that. would you say that? Why would you say, like, I don't understand. Like, I wasn't, I could have stumbled upon this movie, but now you're making me be like, why Why would this, yeah. like, why would you say that? And then It's, it's because you're such was, a bigot, was, right? It, it was also something like, if you voted for Trump, don't come see this movie. Oh, yeah. And w- which then people were like, oh, then I definitely won't fucking see your movie, even if they didn't vote for Trump. Because it's like, well, fuck you. I Don't tell me what to do. You know what Notori- I mean? Notoriously, people do not like being told what to do, generally. Notoriously. Like, Notoriously. like it's even me. If you, like, I'm like, I, I yes, would, Dragon, would I watch a, 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 what's it called? Gay rom-com. I've yeah. seen gay rom-coms. You, you I love watch gay... a rom-com of any kind. I love a rom-com. If you give me a different twist on a rom-com, like it's going to be a gay rom-com, I'm like, great. I love it. I Finally, a brand yeah, new yeah. style of rom-com. I'm in. Um, I I heard that and went, well, now I'm going to hate that movie before I even see it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, very Berto style. Then uh, the movie came out, bombed badly, and then mm-hmm. he tweeted out that like, oh, Oh, I guess straight people couldn't handle being an ally. And it's like, yep, no, you're really, really bringing people together to your cause, buddy. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, that's bad marketing from him. But uh, I saw the movie. Yeah. Uh, This movie was like, how do I describe it? There's it's there's two storylines in this movie. Okay. Okay. The first storyline is that Billy Eichner is Mm -hmm. trying to open up the first legitimate history museum in new york and it's gonna okay. be in new york the first okay. legitimate museum yeah that makes museum, sense not museum right and i'm like oh that's an interesting story and by the way funny all the people on the board who are opening it are fucking hilarious because they have a, a, a trans person they, they think they have two trans people they have a mm-hmm. lesbian they mm-hmm. have a bisexual all their interactions are fucking hilarious <laughs> it's so fucking funny okay all right um yep. starting off strong the, so far uh, well, the things start off strong, but anyway. Well, I mean, the, like no, your saying, review is starting line. off strong. Yes. Yes. Every that's like twenty minutes of the movie. Okay. <laughs> Everything okay. else about it is bad on a level that I was like, "This is, this is like cringeworthy bad," and I know it is because my chick, who was not watching because she was on her phone half the time, <laughs> yeah. would pop her head up and there'd be a joke, and she would just like give me look, do this face that was just like cringy, and then go back to her phone, <laughs> and it was just like, oof. It is cringy, cringy yeah, comedy. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. It's and, and it's a, it's a rom com. Basically, he's trying to like hook up with another dude, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's going through all the fucking that uh, things about that, what it's like being a fucking uh, 
gay men dating and all that shit. And it's sure. just like, this is cringy, bad comedy. Um, the weirdest part was when uh, he decided that there was two very weird parts. Number one was when he's talking to his best to two friends who are a straight couple. Okay. They have two, two little kids, yep. like five years old. Yep. And they're just talking about anal sex in front of them. In front mm-hmm. of the kids. No, my goodness. And then he even stops and he's like, maybe we shouldn't be talking about anal sex in front of your kids. And to which the, the woman was like, oh, please, it's natural. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Right, Dragon? Yeah. No, my goodness. And then the next. Yeah. The next part was he he gets into a fight with the with his boyfriend's parents because um he's trying to tell the 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 mother who's a teacher that mm-hmm. she should teach legitimate history and she's like yeah but you know i teach i teach it to first graders and he's yeah. like no it's important that they know these things and i'm just like and then he starts telling which i'm like okay like that's he has his argument yeah but then he starts telling a story about how he was 11 and his parents took him to a play that was like just naked men standing there and making <laughs> out with each other and i was like what the fuck is this what's yeah. happening in this movie <laughs> Wait, and that's supposed to be like a good thing that his parents did for him? Uh, yes, he was explaining yeah. it like that's what opened me up to to understanding that I was gay. And I'm like, bro, you were 11. Like, yeah. granted, at 11, I was looking at porn too, but I, I was doing it behind my parents' back. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? With your parents, yeah. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't showing it to me as if this is, this is okay for a yeah. child. Anyway, mm-hmm. fucking weird, fucking weird. But anyway, yeah, uh, hated the movie. I would give it, honestly, a 2 out of 10. It's that bad. Shame. And you Which love Rock Gun. like... I love a rom-com. I I give I would like and the average rom-com is like a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Okay? That's that's like a 6. Like, so giving it a 2 out of 10 for a rom-com is like a 1 out of 10 for a regular movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, it has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes by the way. That's crazy. That's fucking insane to me, which is something we were talking about earlier. We, we were talking about a League of Their Own TV show and you were telling me how that you saw a little bit of it and it was fucking terrible, terrible, so terrible bad. and then so I was bad. like it has like I was like, it has like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. And you were like, I know. You just refuse to believe. It That just, it literally doesn't make sense. The show was yeah. like, I'm, granted, I, you know, I saw it a long time ago. I didn't see that much of it. But like, what I saw episodes. was, what I saw was very bad. Like, mm-hmm. extremely, extremely bad. Unwatchable. Well, we know why. Let's just say we know why critics, critics give those reviews. Because they're like, <laughs> I don't want to piss off the legitimatists. I guess They so. seem to be very, very, very vocal on Twitter. It's just such a shame because, um, like, you can do that so much better, and you just like chose not to, and that's that's the yeah, you, yeah. Anyway, that I guess that makes me anti-legitimate because I watched the movie because I I bothered to watch a movie about it and went and this this sucks because of legitimate reasons. Yeah. Like, well, you I guess you're anti-legitimate. Yes. Anyway, let's move on, Dragon. Yes, go. Uh, to keep with my theme, I watched a little movie called Burlesque. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. This is I can't wait. I can't wait for you musical. to give this a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Dragon, this is a 2010 movie starring Christina Aguilera and Cher. It's a musical. Yeah. Romance movie. Yeah. About uh about a girl from a small town going to LA okay. and trying to become a singing star and then joins a burlesque <laughs> show. Okay, as you do, yeah. You know, obviously it's a movie made perfectly for me, right? You know how much <laughs> I love all those things. It's, I like that it sounds gayer than the gay rom-com that you just watched. <laughs> My favorite thing is that this was actually produced by a gay, a gay couple. Uh-huh. The, apparently, they divorced right after making the movie because, <laughs> <laughs> because of all the fucking fights they had over this movie. <laughs> uh, so you think burlesque movie, has ruined many lives already? This movie was really bad. 
that being said, it was not as bad as bros. <laughs> anyway, it's like I just kept sitting there like, I don't think they know what burlesque is because yeah. this is just a show. They're just doing a musical show mm-hmm. where people are dancing in lingerie. That's not okay. burlesque. <laughs> Wait, they're not taking their clothes off during it? Well, that's also not burlesque. Burlesque is when like, it, there's a certain like aspect to burlesque, but it's not like the, it was not burlesque okay. that they were doing, right? Burlesque is this like somehow this is what we think 1920s like teasing shows were. That's what burlesque uh, is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not that at all. It was just like, well, we're just women who wear lingerie and we dance and, and lip sync. But then Christina Aguilera shows up and she's like, I, I want to sing because she's got such a powerful Christina Aguilera voice. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, the entire movie, I mean, the entire movie is just fucking whimsical. Like the story makes no sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Christina Aguilera is like moves in with a bartender who a, has a fiance and they he, she just moves in with a guy while while she's in New York. It's fucking bad. It's okay. bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I, yeah. The look you gave me describes it perfectly. Um. It, yeah, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. The Christina Aguilera is such a bad actress in this movie. Holy shit, she's bad. Uh, Stanley Tooch, he's in, he's in it. Fucking a, a touch of the Tooch. You know how much I love what? the Tooch. Interesting. I love a touch of a Tooch. So yeah, like it wasn't so bad that I was like, this is terrible. I can't keep watching this. So so it was it was at least bad, but like fun bad. I enjoyed watching it. Okay, as like right. a bad movie. That, that's fair. I'm saying, yeah, if you saw it on like with with a group of people, I think you would enjoy it. Okay. So your next HLF party, Dragon. Okay. We'll definitely put right. on the movie Burlesque starring Christina Aguilar. Sure. <laughs> All right. Next, Dragon. I yes. watched a little movie called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Uh, it's on Paramount+. Plus. It's starring Jeremy Renner. It's starring Gemma Arter. Jeremy Renner? And... Yeah. What, what Jeremy year? Renner, who what year just recently... 2013. Okay. It's basically it's it's like in 2013 they were like let's just take like properties and just try to put a new spin on it. Yeah. And um this was one of those. So it was like it was it was interesting. I will say it was interesting. Okay. Um they basically were like okay, this is Hansel and Gretel grown up mm-hmm. and now they just hunt witches in this world. Witches exist. That's they're 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 mercenaries who are hired to kill witches. Okay. And, um, you know, then it goes into a whole story about how, like, the, the witches, it, it seems like the witches are up to something big and they have to stop them. Uh, it, it takes place in this, like, like a fairy tale land, but they sense. have, like, guns. They have guns. They have guns? They, I, fun, fun guns. Fun I would have guns. assumed. Not like, just the guns. He's got, I, like, I would have seen like wands, like or like like no, he's, something that shoots like binding spells. Sometimes D and D type. No, bullshit. legitimately, he's got like a giant fucking gun that you, <laughs> I I can't imagine someone can handle without a giant kickback. Right? And he's got like insane amounts of bullets and stuff like that. Um, and dragon, it was rated R. I was like, why the fuck is this so bloody? <laughs> Watching this movie, it was bloody as fuck. Anyway, I I actually. I I did not. It has a sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm like no, it should probably be like fifty. It should be. It's like a. It's like a whatever movie. Like it's ninety minutes. You're not gonna fucking. You know. Right. Let me see. Is it actually ninety minutes? Yeah, it's a hundred minutes. It's like, it's not. It's worth its time. Like, right, right. You know, if you sat down and watch it, I'm not gonna be like, oh, Dragon, you should watch this. But if you if you put it on, I would be like, eh, you know. Yeah. You no, know, you're not. You're not wasting your time. It's fun. Yeah, that's it's fair. stupid. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, and again, rated R, so it's like needlessly bloody and gory. It's fucking hilarious. That's kind of fun. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I that like is, a needlessly yeah, bloody was. and gory movie. 
But uh, yeah, anyway, your boy Jeremy Renner is in it. Interesting. Anyway, okay. move on. Yes. Uh, okay, now I saw a little movie, Dragon. It's called Glorious. Have you heard of this movie? Of course not. Why? Because it just came out uh, on the shutters. Okay. Um, it's basically a, a guy had just broken up with his girlfriend. He's now like sad. He goes into, he's driving on a highway. He goes into a bathroom stall and then the person in the uh, stall starts talking, talking to him. And uh, essentially says, like, I am actually a god. I am the son of Cthulhu, and I need you to make a sacrifice. And then it becomes this story about, like, him trying to get out while also, like, it's weird. Uh, okay. Like, it I sounds saw- like a 20-minute short, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer for this a little bit ago. Yeah, I saw the movie. It's yeah. a, It should have been a 20-minute short, mm. maybe 25 minutes. Um, it was 80 minutes. And, uh, yeah, I was like... All right. It should have been a 20 minute short. It dragged it, a little bit. Yeah. It's a fun idea. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know why this is a whole movie by itself. That's how, that's how I feel about the lobster. I think the lobster would have been absolutely perfect if it was a short, but then they made it a whole I, fucking movie. I love the lobster, by the way. Um, I can't, uh, I did watch it on a plane. So mm-hmm. if I watch it right now, I might be like, oh, that's right. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, I I don't recommend it. it's it's what it's a whatever movie it's he's like I'm gonna forget about it, it yeah. exists yeah it's just stupid um all right next dragon I finally watched it I did it I watched Halloween ends <laughs> dragon yes I, I believe you said Berto you should watch this I recommend this it's the greatest uh, film you ever greatest film in history it's funny I don't remember saying that to you I don't remember that <laughs> um yeah I it was one of those things where I was like. I see where you're going. I mm-hmm. see what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say. I don't like how you're doing it. And the story winds up being stupid because of it. Especially yeah. because I loved Halloween Kills. Same. Because to me, it was like, oh, you took a Halloween, you took the story and actually put it into modern day. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about modern day problems. Because like to me, the entire thing was about Halloween. I'm going to talk about Halloween Kills instead of the movie I just watched. <laughs> Halloween Kills was like, Oh, you you are basically saying like MAGA people mm-hmm. came because you for, because the world forgot they existed, didn't listen to them, said, go fuck yourselves, go yeah. fuck off somewhere else. And yeah. then someone comes by, which was uh, I forget who was the, the guy in Halloween Kills, but someone comes by and says, fuck it. No, evil dies tonight. They're not going to fucking take care of the problem. We have to take it into our own hands. Yeah. And that to me was like, that's what the fucking, what Halloween Kills was about. And like, this is how you create a mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that fucking, it's it's because you forgot about people. And then, and it was like such an interesting way of like saying like, this is how uh, MAGA people were made. This is mm-hmm. why MAGA exists without saying fuck MAGA people, which was like, oh man, I really like how you guys do that, how you yeah. did that. Then this movie comes out and it's like, oh, you forgot completely what you were talking about before oh anthony right. michael hall was a was a guy who did it by the way okay but it was yes, like yes. yeah you 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 basically just did that without you basically just said let's forget what happened in the last movie and let's just make a whole new story yeah and focus on different things and it was like ah, i kind of wish you had kept going with that 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 idea before where it's like this uncontrolled where like evil is this uncontrollable monster that you guys are trying to control and the people are tired of fucking having to live under its under its fear under yeah. its regime under its yeah under its like shadow yeah and then this movie comes out and it's like oh well you know evil can be transferred i guess um 
I it was it was know. not good. I so I we me and Andrew saw in the theater and we're we're watching it and we're both like you could tell we were both like this is bad, you know? And yeah. then there were there were certain parts where we just were like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Like, you mean like fuck? when when Michael Michaels looks into the bad guy's my eyes and is like, ah, I see you. I yes, yes. Like like shit like that. And I'm just like, come on. Yeah. It's it's bad. It's really, really bad. It was yeah. like, yeah. Again, I see what you were going for. I hate it. Yeah. I didn't like how you did it. Fair enough. Uh 50% on on 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would say that's accurate. I think so too. I think that's about right. Yeah. All right. Finally, uh Joe Bob time. Dragon, uh, I rewatched uh Phantasm this time with Joe Bob. And Classic. basically he yeah, he uh described it the best way I think anyone could, which is uh the writer director it was like, Well, I know how to make jump scares. <laughs> Let me make a movie that's only jump scares. Yep, yep. And that's Phantasm. And I'm like, yeah, that's very accurate i haven't i haven't seen phantasm in a while and every time i think about phantasm i think i cannot tell you what the plot is of phantasm all i remember is the orbs (laughs) and the tall man yeah that's it that's it that's all i remember and i've seen it like more than uh, once (laughs) yeah yeah no one can again i I don't understand it i don't understand why this got five movies Mm mm-hmm and Joe Bob, I started watching the third, the, like, like the, for whatever reason, they skipped the second movie. Uh, maybe probably just not on Shutter. And uh, I started watching the third one, and I'm like, man, I might, I might just quit this. This is bad. It's just so, so bad. Yeah. It's like I sit here and I'm like trying to pay attention, and then like 40 minutes pass, and I'm like, I don't know what happened. And then I look at my phone, and then 40 minutes pass, and I'm just like, well, I'm not gonna rewind it because I just don't give a shit. I don't give a shit enough. Yeah. So it, I might it just quit, quit this. Yeah, I might just quit this whole phantasm thing that Joe Bob did and then just finally just say, you know what? I'm caught up on Joe Bob. Yeah. I've seen all the Joe Bobs. It's just... But yeah, yeah, it's it's really bad. Really, really bad. Just don't give a shit. Somehow this has 75% of run. Well, maybe the first one, I guess. I don't know. I don't fucking know. And it's a movie. It's just who gives a shit. That's the problem. Yeah. It's a who gives a shit movie, Dragon. It is a who gives anyway, a shit movie. Yeah. 10 so. out of 10. Highest recommends. <laughs> no. All right. I finally. mean, watching anything right, with Dragon. Joe Bob really like makes it so much better. It does, except for this one. It just, I di- it didn't go. All right, Dragon, I f- yes. I'm done. I finished. Okay, good. Why don't we uh, make it to our final segment? Okay. Dragon at the movies. Dragon? Yes, you I chose. I did. did. we watch? Um, so I, uh, for, for Man's Man April, for Sake of Potatoes April, whatever the fuck we're doing, we watched a, a movie that's just like radiating manly energy in many ways. <laughs> So we mm-hmm. watched uh, 1992's Glen Gary, Glen Ross. So this comes in at an hour and 40 minutes. It is on Hulu slash Prime, directed by James Foley, starring Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, Kevin Spacey, uh, Ed Harris, and Alan Arkin. And uh, uh, who's who of a, character actors and Al Pacino? In, in and, oh, Actually, Jack Lemmon, too. Jack Lemmon, yeah. Insane cast. Insane cast. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Glen Gary, Glen Ross is based on a play by David Mamet. Um, uh, which it says in the beginning. Your boy. If you you remember that, I uh, I missed it completely. Um, uh, and it is it is like one of the best I think movies based on a play where they just take the play, they put it on film, and it's amazing, just like straight up amazing. I've also seen the play done. Um, uh, in New Hampshire, I saw it. Uh, acted out. Yeah. So fucking good. The play is amazing. The movie's amazing. Highly, highly recommend. Okay. Anyway, you want to jump in? Oh, can, you need dragon. Can I movies. just say, 
Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Dragon okay. of the Movies synopsis. Jesus Christ. Okay. So um, Glengarry Glen Ross is basically about a group of salesmen um, who are uh, working in this office in uh, the in the fucking early 90s. And they have to uh, they have to sell like property to people by like basically sort of cold calling them with like leads that they get. And mm-hmm. uh the whole thing centers around like the the lowest selling person the or the lowest two selling people in the office are going to be fired so they're all freaking out and one of them basically ropes in uh a, what you think is a couple of the other ones to to steal some uh the good leads and there's uh yeah they get i don't know I re- i'm really fucking it up i'm fucking up i'm just saying like gen- no i mean it's like, just it's basically just like the it's a uh real estate company and it's kind of like the what happens when when they're like we're gonna fire people suddenly the knives come out yeah that is that a good way of saying it yeah i guess so is that knives isn't even like the right <laughs> hilarity, like, word. hilarity ensues. hilarity ensues this movie, better this movie must have the the highest density of uh swearing and insults <laughs> like any movie so, uh, so before, this, before we get started, so much of this is Al Pacino's every line Al Pacino says to another person is like the most cutting, devastating thing you've ever heard somebody said to another human being. And I love it so much. But we'll get it. We'll get to it. OK, so, go, go. I think Pacino was was uh, nominated for this movie. I, I hope, don't know if I he won it. I fucking hope so. Fucking, I, 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 again, I was watching this and I just couldn't get it over Jack Lemmon. And it's like you forget about Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemon should have gotten Jack, Jack Lemon should have gotten an Oscar for this movie. I I, I like I, so, I honestly I didn't even look up like if this was Oscar nominated or not, but the it it it's like a travesty if he's if he did not get the the Oscar for this. So um like one thing I like about Google is that it when when you click on someone's name like Jack Lemon, uh, yeah. it gives you a list of their movies, not by by order, almost like a by order of importance. Yeah, yeah. And his, his so it's like this is his sixth movie that it's listed as. He was in fucking Some Like It Hot, which is one of the greatest one. You know, yeah. it's considered one of the greatest rom coms ever. Yeah. Uh, Grumpy Old Men, Dragon, your favorite movie. I who's in I the tr- apartment? The, wait, wait, wait. First of all, I got to tell you this. The apartment is so fucking good and Grumpy Old Men yes. is so fucking good. And I thought after we watched Glengarry G- Glen Ross yesterday, I thought we should watch Grumpy Old Men <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> That's a man's man movie, yes. Yeah. Um, and he was in The Odd Couple Dragon, the, yeah. the movie, not the TV show. Yeah. So it's again, Jack Lemmon is a fucking legend. He's a he legend. A he's, legend. He's very funny. He's a very funny actor. And he's, think about, mm-hmm. think about the, like what he had to do in this movie and how fucking good he is at it. Jesus Christ. I mean, okay. Jack Lemon had to play Meek and Coy. Yeah. But be like, I used to be the fucking man. Yeah. The machine. But now I'm like a sh- I'm I am a shell of myself. Shelly the machine. And then Levine. so he's a yeah, he's a shell of himself. And he has to play that like Meek and Coy, but also be like, I can turn on the the, the business voice when I have to, even though like you as the audience understand that it's not like I'm I'm basically bullshitting myself. Yeah. Then he has to play full of confidence full of piss and vinegar but also at the same time just like not like still doesn't believe in himself it's so like his performance is so nuanced it's fucking insane yeah it's easier like al pacino it's easy it's just like you just gotta go in there with big dick energy and just fucking scream at everyone that is your that is your role which al pacino fucking nails by the way and alec baldwin has to come in and just be like i don't even like i don't even acknowledge you you guys are ants to me yeah (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) 
Alec Baldwin is really interesting in this because he's not in it for very long. He's, he's in it for, let's say, five minutes. Yeah, but his whole, everything he says in it is like the most quotable line you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, the a, always be B, closing. C, always B. <laughs> no, it's A, always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. And just like hitting a shot. It's so good. <laughs> when we were watching it, yeah, by the way, Andrew like, was doing like half the lines. <laughs> it's because it's such a, like a memorable scene to the yeah. point where other movies try to mimic this scene. Like, uh, sure. I don't know if you ever saw Boiler Room. No, I don't think so. Bo- Boiler Room is like, uh, it's about like, you know, these guys who are, they're basically like selling stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck has a scene where he he basically has the Alec Baldwin scene where he comes in fucking and like just talks to these kids like they're fucking idiots. Yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> like just, he has the same bravado, same everything. And it's like, oh man, fucking, he's, he's really good in this scene. He is legitimately very good in this fucking mm-hmm. scene. He's not Alec Baldwin in this song. <laughs> Alec Baldwin to me is like the king of it. And I was like, yeah, no, it's fucking like, I can see why this is such a memorable scene of him just coming in, chewing everyone a new ass and then just being like, this is how it fucking is going to be. And yeah. you're all just going to sit here and fucking take it in the ass. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Al Pacino was the only one nominated for both the Golden Globes and the Academy Awards. And he did not win either. Oh, fucking- wild it's the acting in this is fucking phenomenal it's like ed harris is fucking every single actor in this is one of those like every single actor i love them all they're all amazing arkin is fucking great dude john jonathan price yeah fucking kevin spacey i mean like when he's not like fondling like fucking young men it's fucking great (laughs) kevin spacey playing a man like a middle manager perfect so perfect He's so just like, 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 like you just want to strangle him, but at the same time, you know he's right. Yeah. He's, except, and, and like, except in all... that one, except in that one part with Al Pacino at the end, where Al Pacino rips him a new asshole in a way that I was like, that's devastating. That if Al Pacino spoke to me like that, I would like kill myself. That would be it. Like n- nothing else. <laughs> but Kevin Spacey knew at that point he was like, I fucked but, up. But you know, yeah, yeah. He he also knew like he fucked up. Mm-hmm. and then uh, and then and then he and then you see why kevin spacey is fucking is there yeah and it's because like he sniffed out what happened like oh you figured out what happened just from one little fucking line yeah so you're it's you're not just sitting there to be nothing you're actually like a smart person you just can't do what they do right which is like honestly this whole what i take away from this movie like the number one thing i take away from this movie is that being a salesman feels like the hardest job in the world like absolutely it's, it's the lowest of lows and the highest of highs yeah it just seems aw- like genuinely awful genuinely awful yeah it's like i could never i can't do it i cannot do it even when i'm like at my gym my job is to be a salesman and it's just like i can't fucking do it i can't just be like you should do this you should do that blah, blah, blah. instead i'm just like like this is what i have do you want it or not yeah <laughs> like yeah I, i'm just not i'm not gonna fucking pound the pavement because uh, in my like what i hate is like what happened to uh Pacino uh the next day which is someone mm-hmm. comes back and he's like i made a mistake and now it's like oh you don't want to give me your money i know my i have this weird thing in my head where i'm like if you don't want to give me your money then i don't want to fucking take it right if you don't right, want right. the services i have to offer i don't want to fucking sell it to you right it's just but that's, that's how but, I am. but that's in this situation like that's like the opposite right like 
they're they're yeah. basically the only the only the thing that this reminded me of is like the big short where they're selling people like literal like penny stocks that like don't aren't worth anything will never be worth anything yeah. it like felt like that well, that wasn't and the I, big short but okay or it, yeah it was it was that was the beginning of the big short was it or was it wolf of wall oh street my goodness. It's, it's, like, it's like you don't un- it was wolf of wall street but Thank it's you. like <laughs> you don't understand a housing crisis from 2008 jesus Shut christ up. do i have to mansplain you that to you idiot. um uh, fucking idiot. How, I had, how come I, you didn't I, understand a very complex fucking uh yeah system of banking that of collapsed banking that collapsed so why didn't you understand the nuances of, of each, many of each many years of banking fuck-ups that like yeah. compounded something, on each other yes yeah, something that would be impossible for me to explain in an hour yes. why didn't you understand it um, okay anyway uh so i had to keep reminding myself that they're selling actual things like they aren't ripping people off technically right like they're selling actual they, stuff they're not it's just they're like just, they're, yeah they're they're selling something that they're selling real estate which honestly like if you can invest in something, invest in real estate. Right, but the, right. the thing is, like, can can you get some, even though this would be good for them, mm-hmm. can you get someone to fork over their money to right. do it? That's the fucking hard part. And the thing about it is it's a lot of money. It's like like they're yeah. they're selling like hundred thousand dollar pieces of property. Like that's an insane amount of money, you know. And it's, well, Pacin- the, at the time, it's crazy. Go. Yeah. Pacino sells uh what's his name? Jonathan Price. He sells him uh what is it like a hundred and twenty thousand dollar property? Uh, yeah, I forget what it was. It was something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Which at the time, imagine selling someone like a million dollar property. That's basically what he sold him yeah. in Florida. And, that and, the guys never visited. Yeah, the guys never visited, never been there. And it's a dude that like he basically got cold called. Like it was like wild, mm-hmm. absolutely wild. Well, kind of, yeah. kind of. What they say is like they put their name on them. Like they they signed up for some list. Where it's yeah. like, hey, we, we'd be interested in some investment properties if you ever come back to us. Yeah. And then what the basically what they explain is like, oh, they're get they get two leads every day. Yeah. Which you have to cold call them and then just sell them on it. Uh, and what they're like is like these leads are fucking bad that they're given. And like they just got the Glengarry, uh, what's it called? The big, the big leads. You need that you need the Glengarry leads, Ferdo. And it's like, I don't know, like, I'm in my head, I'm like, I don't know what the difference, I guess the difference is that these are newer ones, and yeah. those are older ones that they had. Yeah. But sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would put that in a stack. So when I leave it in an office, what I came to understand was the other leads that they had were like older leads that they got from public magazine, like putting like things from like a year ago or so from like a year or yeah. two ago. Right. And these are new leads, probably from a newer thing where like they'll reach out and the people actually still remember that they put their name down for this thing, you know, like they were actually mm-hmm. interested in it. And those are good leads. Yeah. But it's interesting how like you could actually steal the names and yeah. then sell them to someone else. And I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but a sure. It's a, no, I think it sure. makes sense. I think it makes sense. I, I mean, I guess, but somehow I get, I'm assuming that these leads are vetted. And the only reason I know that is because Alec Baldwin said them, even though in my head, I'm like, well, he's just selling those leads the way he's selling fucking property. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about this is like, you can't trust any of these motherfuckers because they all, they're all, all of their jobs are basically centered around like getting you to do a thing that they want you to do. And that thing that, yeah. you, and, and a thing that you don't really want to do. Right. Like it's like, mm-hmm, it's just like their whole job is talking you into doing something that you like don't particularly care for to do. Like that's yeah. wild. That, that you, you think you're thinking about it. It's like, you're kind of like, ah, I'm kind of what on it but their job is to make you go from whatever to all right let me sign my let me sign my name and give you a check yeah exactly exactly and i i did love the part where they were like if you ever get an indian name like patel (laughs) like these like it's it's the biggest shit in the world and i'm like that is fucking hilarious (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Jenny, you know me. There's nothing I love more than racism. Yeah, yes, you do. You do sure love a, a racist movie. Um. So anyway, yeah. So uh, how much did you like that? This. So I had to look up the filming location for this because I was like, that looks like an actual filming location, but this had to have been on a back lot. And uh, I looked it up, and no, they filmed. They filmed at Sheep's Head Bay, um, and it, it, like at the actual, like right by the train station. It was really cool. And 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 they also they also filmed at a Astoria Studios up in or Kaufman Studios up in Astoria. I mean, but yeah, they filmed like Big all location in, Sheep, in Sheep's Head Bay. I thought that was really fun. And I was like, man, it must have yeah, been a pain in the ass it, to get all the rain like machine in there. <laughs> I I although I think they like. I don't know. If, did they mention where they were? I don't think they ever did. I think it's meant to be, just be like any town USA. No, you any no, big no, city no, no, USA. No, 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 no. You can see in the background. It is the Sheep's Head Bay train station, D train station above ground. No, no, no. That that's fine. But what I'm saying is like like just because that's back there doesn't mean that that's where they meant to be. You know what I mean? Oh no, they do say they do say so they but they don't say directly. They say um based on like when they when they'll talk to like potential. Uh, I want to say marks, but that's not right. Clients, I guess, <laughs> investors yeah. on the phone when they say their addresses, it's very clearly a, a like New York City addresses. They're just not outright okay. saying New York City. That's all. Gotcha. Okay, but I I think that's something you could just change and like anyway, if you're gonna because this was a play, right? Yeah. I, I think that's something you could change if you're in a play. If you're like, oh, oh, let's make just make it in uh, Chicago. Yeah. You yeah. Could just it, change that to be like, yep, uh, we're going to. I don't know what's big in Chicago. Dragon, give me a Chicago landmark. Uh, the Bean. Sears Tower. We're gonna meet at the Bean. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna meet at the. the round, meet at that's that a round place thing, to get a right? hot a hot dog. A hot dog, yes. Our, yeah. our hot dog. And and then deep dish pizza. Chicago. A deep dish pizza in the Chicago because we're from Chicago, Chicago right? right? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Or right. you could do it from New Hampshire and be like, we're gonna go to that wicked cool bar in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's not what I sound like. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Okay. Let me let me try it again. Ready? Yeah. We're going to go to that wicked Um. Okay. That's 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 enough of that. I just like that. Love I it. like that Zoom mutes you from now for when you get like too high on that register. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing about God damn it. it. <laughs> damn it. Um, well, don't worry. Is... I'll do an accent later on. So, Berta, you had you had never seen this movie before, right? No, no. I've I'd always heard about it, and it's one of those things that I was like, I, I should watch this eventually, but I always put it off. Uh, th- so now you now you understand the reference that coffees for closers and uh, ABC always be closing. I mean, I understand uh, the importance. I, of I understood the reference before. Yes, yes, I understood the I understood the reference before, but I understand people being like, I, I now see the whole the wholeness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's it's yeah. It's almost like I could be like, oh, you know, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Like yeah. you know where it's from, you understand what it's about, you understand everything. You've never, just never seen The Godfather. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, have you? Have you seen never? Uh, have you, you know never seen I The Godfather? I don't think I have seen The Godfather. Uh, mob, We're mob doing movies? it next week. Mob movies are like not my favorite genre of movies. Don't worry, we'll do the entire trilogy, nine hours. Yeah, all for next week. Cool, thank you. I would. I can't wait. <laughs> can, You're can't welcome. Wait. Legitimately, by the way, legitimately, I, I, even though it's a mob movie, legitimately one of the great like. I know, I know. In the, in the top five. Listen, I And I think it. anyone would enjoy it. It's just, I yeah, get it. I, I get it, I get it. Also, I'm not going to force you to watch that. At least until you watch The Lord of the Rings. That's I've seen The Lord of the Rings. There's no way I could, like, live Again, with my, my husband and not see The Lord of the Rings. With me sitting next to you. 
No. With me sitting next to you, explaining every detail of what's happening, pausing it, pausing the movie, pass. and then giving you, giving you a two-hour backstory as to the tree that they're talking about. Hard pass. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's let, let's let's keep talking about this. Um. I I like I so I wrote down a lot of what I wrote down. Uh, are just quotes. <laughs> like, yeah, there's so okay. many good lines. Like, there's one where like. Uh, Roma walks in who's Al Pacino walks into the office and uh, Kevin Spacey asks him where one of the other guys is like where Ed Harris is and Roma goes well I'm not a leash so I don't know do I like <laughs> just like just <laughs> perfect just oh I love it so much there's so Man, many I, of those like so yeah. so so it's also interesting how you can see how people how the they they focus on like three basically salesmen which is um Pacino uh, uh, Jack Lemon and then Ed Harris. Yep. Oh, they they also show you a, like Aaron. Al- What's his name? Uh, Aaron Alan, Al- Aldo? Alan Arkin. I t- my my fucking thing is like not my laptop has like frozen for some reason. So now Alan I can't, Arkin. Or, or, yeah. yeah. So now like I can't fucking look up my notes. So I'm gonna get every name wrong and everything wrong. By the way, so have fun. Um, yeah, they don't really focus on him. He's kind of just like a side character on this yeah. one. Yeah. But uh, they basically show like Ed Harris is a guy who just like. He's not a good salesman. And his the way he deals with it is he mm-hmm. just goes, uh, oh, I just have bad leads. If only I had good leads. Blames yeah. everything on his bad leads. Yeah. Everything. It's all the bad leads. And then all he says saying is like, man, everyone sucks. Why why do they get the good leads? These guys got the good leads. But like he just blames everything on his own, on someone else, which is one thing I love because it's just like, oh, you see why he why he's a fucking piece of shit. It's because he doesn't he can't be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make something work for myself. No. He's just like, nope, everything is everyone else's bad luck. Everything is someone else's fault. It's your bad luck and bad leads. Yeah. Um, you see fucking uh Jack Lemon, who the moment this stuff happens, he gets on the phone call and he's just like desperate. But at the same time, he's like, oh, he's he's the guy who will kill you with kindness. Yeah. He's going to show up to your house and be like, oh, we should go together and just keep the conversation going. And like everything is good. Everything is great. Blah, blah, blah. This and that. And then you see um, what's his name? Uh, Al Pacino work. And the mm-hmm. way Al Pacino works is he's just like, hey, I'm the I'm a fe- fucker. I'm a fucking great, amazing person. I'm going to be your best friend. We're best friends. We're hanging out. We're fucking getting dinner. We're getting drinks. All this is great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, guess what else? I got this fucking property to sell you. Yeah. So it's like it's interesting to see how the different ways they sell to people. And it's it, it's like you understand why Roma is the best. Right. You understand yes. why Al Pacino is the best salesman because he doesn't do like the pushy thing. Like, And then when you see like Jack Lemon doing it, you're like, oh, Jack Lemon is the kind of salesman where like he just kind that of talks at you and talks at you and talks at you until you're like minorly confused and you just like sign the thing. Right. Or like until you're yeah. just like broken down. Like that's ja- that is Jack Lemon's like approach to sales. And I think that's like an old school approach. Right. To, to sales generally. Yeah. 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 Which makes sense that he's so much older than everyone else. Yeah. And that he's been doing this for so much longer. Right. Like you, you like clearly see that he's been. This has been his job for a really long time. And at first you feel bad for him, right? At first you're like, oh, you like poor, poor Jack Lemon. Like he's got like a sick daughter in the hospital that he like, can't go see because he's got to work and they work these horrible hours. It's like 7 30 yeah. PM. And they're still, they're like having a meeting to get yelled at, and, like basically told they're pieces of fucking shit. And then like, yeah. they're supposed to go do their jobs after that meeting. Like that it's wild. Yeah. What a horrible job. What a horrible job. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's not fun. But no. also at the same time, like, yeah, this is like that's the job of a salesman. You have to always be on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would probably that, like I would Alec Baldwin would just be like so fast. Alec Baldwin would come in, yeah. yell at me, show me his brass balls that he carries around in his fucking briefcase. And I'm like, I quit. And then and <laughs> I can't do this. Well, let's let's back up a second. Yes. You would cry would and then cry. you'd quit. I would By have way, like tears I would also my face cry and then quit <laughs> yes yes I would also cry and then quit so let's not pretend like oh you suck because you'd be crying it's like no I would be crying too no. he yelled at me we and both- then he showed me his press balls <laughs> <laughs> well we both know both of us would quit day one when like one of our marks that we're supposed to be selling to makes us cry <laughs> yeah they just hang up. They just I call them and like, hey, how are you? And they just hang up and I'm just like <laughs> it was Oh, so did mean. I ever tell you I, I had a job I had a job where I had to cold call people and fucking try to sell them or try to buy some shit from them? What? It was a fucking worse job. I what yeah, you, it was fucking terrible. Of, what kind of thing were you buying and or it, selling? So it, what what it was was a company that like would buy recycled plastic. Would they like let's say you, you own a, a what's it called, a manufacturing company or whatever okay yeah you, you your your plastic you would like put it up into bundles yeah and then my company would buy it and then sell it to china because china would then take it and then turn it into something i don't know fucking superman dolls or some shit like that right yeah, yeah. uh and so my job was to cold call these companies and just like hey uh i'm work from this company we're, we're looking for this type of plastic do you sell it and the amount of times that people would just be like, no, just get take me off your fucking list and then hang up yeah. was just like, like, it makes you numb to it. It makes you numb to it. Yeah. I'm sure after like the first like few days, you're just like, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I, yeah. I only worked there for a couple months. I was fucking terrible at it. I was really yeah. bad at it. I was not good. So yeah, let's not pretend like I'm, a, again, I'm the terrible salesman. Terrible salesman. Ugh, I'm just not that. You know what I am, Dragon? I'm a numbers guy. I'm a guy who you give numbers to and I, and I put them into like, this I do this thing where I'm like you do data to, entry you know, you're a data entry guy? I do this <laughs> yeah I don't know if you can hear that but I'm like I can typing. hear that thank you yes and then and then I'm like haha look at the data I have that's my job that's who I am yeah yeah I, I mean same. To like hard same yeah when it comes to like talking talking to people and speaking to people it's like mm-hmm. oh god no I do everything possible to avoid conversations all right next sorry sorry yeah uh, that's me Wait, one of the other cutting one of the other cutting lines that that uh, that uh, I believe Alec Baldwin says in his like little speech at the like he's like done with the speech. He showed them his brass balls and he's like basically done yelling at them, being like, "Look, the first guy gets a Cadillac, the second guy gets steak knives. After that, you're fucking fired." (laughs) Yeah, you know, he is. One of his things is uh, as he's leaving, he says, "I'd wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it." I do. Um, again, I love the fact that Ed Harris is so just he's all talk in this. And Alec Baldwin comes in with big dick energy, seizes yeah. Harris and immediately like realizes the type of person he is and just like, oh, you're all fucking talk. And the only way to shut you up is you just talk more than you because you you yeah. talk out your ass. So I'm going to fucking talk to you. I'm going to I'm going to do the exact thing that someone should do to you, which is I'm going to show you my fucking evidence, which is he fucking shows his watch. Here are my brass balls. I make this much money, I would be embarrassed to be you. Yeah. And it like you can see Ed Harris kind of like, oh fuck. Yeah, I'm like, fucked. He's, like he's, he's like he's absolutely me. fucked. Yeah. Absolutely fucked. He knows. He's yeah. like, this he, is it. He nails he nails who exactly who he is. Um and and everyone, and apparently like the you know, everyone sees that. And the 
sorry, uh, Jack Lemon immediately, like what I liked about Jack Lemon was he immediately saw what happened. Didn't yeah. fucking respond. He didn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. But the second that guy left, he gets on the phone and goes to work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. He, he's the type of guy. He will, he can work. He just needs a, ki- a kick in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, which again, old school fucking work sometimes. Sometimes you just going to need a kick in the ass to wake you back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay. Next dragon. No, yes. not well, not next, but okay. Sorry. I'm like, finally got my, uh, my laptop working again. So now I can. Now you can look at your actual to, notes. Uh, what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. 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 So now I'm trying to figure out where I am. Oh, yeah. That guy, I got it. I got it. Um, the only quote I wrote down, because I was like, man, this is such a quote that I never hear anyone say, but it's like so true, mm-hmm. which is uh, Jack Lemon says, a man, is, is, a man is his job. Yeah. Which is like, God damn it. Like, that is such a good way of putting it. Like, it, and like um, the mindset of that, which is like, yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. What is like, Dragon, if you ask me what, what, like, who are you? I'm like, I'm my job. I'm what I do. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a provider. My, yeah. my job, I provide dragon. Yeah. All right. I'm not a fucking like. Oh, you need this and that. That that I line this that time. That line this time also jumped out at me, but it jumped out at me more because like I feel like we're moving away from that. Like as a society, you know, like you're not your job. You're so much more than that. You're that. You're whatever, whatever. Your job is just that I, thing you do to make money so you can like live. I think that's something that is. Uh, how do I put it? I think that's something that people are saying right now but it's going to go away because in the end, the man is his job. Because in the end, you have to make money to live. <laughs> and uh, and also, like, uh, the best way I can describe it is, like, if you are, if you guys are willing to take a break, cool. I'm going to mm-hmm. work double to take, so take over the jobs you're not taking, and I'm going to yeah. make more money. And yeah. at the end of the day, you're going to be like, wait, why are you so successful? And I'm going to yeah. be like, because this is what I fucking do. Did, did you notice... Know. Did you notice the like inspirational quotes they have up on the in the office, like around in the yeah. in the background? What the one that I yeah that I didn't I, write them down. I just saw a couple and then just the, moved on. But yeah, the, the one that I liked a lot is a man only hits what he aims for, and I was like, that's actually a really good inspirational quote. Like you, you it's, like yeah. you, you're only gonna hit what you try to hit, right? Like you're never you don't get, you don't hit a target without fucking pulling the trigger or like shooting arrow. You just like it, it's ridiculous to think things are gonna be handed to you, and I yeah. I did like that. I, I also remember, so it was during the pandemic and when they were shutting everything down, basically when New York City shut down and then was just like, we're not going to reopen. Nah, we don't give a shit that, that like the, the numbers are down and blah, blah, blah. We're still not going to reopen because it's not safe yet. Yeah. I remember someone just saying like, a, a man is, what is it? Taking away a man's job is akin to killing him. Yeah. Because you're taking away his ability to provide. And yeah. like, I feel like that hits me more now than ever, especially with a kid. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh yeah. Like you, I am basically have, useless to this. You kid have another unless I can. Feed. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I am basically like it's not like I can provide something else. I am useless to this kid unless I can like provide fucking a baby formula for him. Yeah. It's like I don't fucking play with him the way my chick plays with him. That's on you, Berto. That, you got to stop admitting you're you're a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> I am there. That is my I, job. I did like that. There's one of the I, I forget if it's Al Pacino or Alec Baldwin that says like. He's basically going through the shit, the other shit that you could be instead of like a salesman and how it doesn't fucking matter. And he he just like yeah. one of the things is like, oh, you're a good father. Fuck you. Go home and play with your kids. Like, like it just like an absolute <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you are outside of this. I give a fuck what you do here. And that is it. Like your life does not have any meaning to me other than that. Like, I don't care if you have work life balance. I don't care if you have a good like home life. I don't give a fuck. Your job is your job. And that's it. And I don't care what you have to do to like make your job work. Yeah. Um, also, um, 
Go. There was something I really liked, which is when Jack Lemmon comes in the next day and he's like, I made a fucking big ass sale. Yeah. And it was so interesting to see Ed Harris be like, fuck you. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Or or like, oh, I'm going to put you down regardless. And then you see Alec Baldwin, uh, not Alec Baldwin, totally. Al Pacino be like, no, fucking sit here and tell me about what you did. Yeah. And you see like why it's like. Oh, it makes it makes it Harris so much more of a fucking weasel. Yeah, because it's it, it's like that that quote like uh, when a, when a hero falls, the I forget when, the, when it's something like when the hero falls, the villain rejoices. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what that is. It's like, man, when 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 like when a good guy fails, like it's it's like the people who the people who like. Are, are going yay 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 yeah. are the fucking assholes yeah it's like me i would be like i'm gonna say me because you know me dragon i fucking rejoice whenever hero falls no yeah. but it's like if like i don't know in in jujitsu tournaments when when someone fucking loses mm-hmm. i'm like hey man good job yeah congratulations you went out there, went yeah. out there and you, tried Who gives a fuck? you went out there and did it whereas yeah. like the asshole was like this guy fucking sucked can you believe how he sucked and it's like Bro, he went out there and fucking tried. You're fucking standing here on the sidelines. So shut the fuck up. That's how I feel about it, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, that person did really bad in that tournament. D- did you compete in this tournament? Huh? Yeah. It's like, so like, shut the fuck up. And essentially, that's, that's what happened is like fucking, uh, you know, it's like me just being on a complete losing streak. And then like you standing in the background being like, what a fucking asshole. And then I finally like win one, a big mm-hmm. one. And then you're like. You you go yeah, but you still sucked those other times. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, what the fuck? Whereas like you know, a real friend, Dragon, a real friend comes up to me and he's like, Al you know Pacino. what, you were fucking losing. You lost last time, but today is your fucking day, my man. Come yeah. here, let me shake your hand. Well, I it's it like, also th- I I I think part of it too is like you also see why Al Pacino is such a good salesman, right? Because he's a good listener. Like he's good at like. Yes making you feel good about yourself and you see that he like, like naturally yes. does that right he doesn't have he's not selling Jack yeah. anything he just naturally is that kind of person and you're like okay that makes sense correct and that's another one of the quotes that's on the that's on the thing it's a, it's a salesman are born not made it's basically like look you're either good at this job or you're not good at this job we're not going to fucking teach you how to be good at this job you have to naturally have mm-hmm. it or you don't have it and i think that's true i think that's true for this kind of sales as well like this is like a that, very specific skill set that you have to be born with, basically. That's that's something that came up in uh, the Bros movie, which is like uh, fucking the, the the main character Billy, whatever. Yeah, Billy. I keep Eichner. thinking Billy Eilish, but it's not Billy Eilish. Billy Eichner. Eichner. He Eichner, he goes. Yes. He needs to make he needs to make like five million dollars. He needs a five million dollar donation donation to open up the legitimate museum, yes. history yep. museum. Yep. I keep saying it's not a museum; it's a history museum. Okay. Um, and him and the boyfriend go to some, go to some, I think it's like go to Fire Island, mm-hmm. where it's like a bunch of rich gays. Yep. And like, he's just sitting there selling this, selling that. And you can kind of see the person who's selling to it just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And then his boyfriend is like, well, what would you like to see in the legitimate history museum? Yeah. And then the guy gives a stupid fucking idea. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, with a $5 million donation, that could be made possible and stuff. And you see like, oh. This guy, like his boyfriend, fucking just listened. Yeah. And then told him, like, and then he told him afterwards, it's like, these fucking, I deal with rich idiots all the time. All they want to do is talk. They don't want to hear you talk. They don't give a shit about your thoughts. That's exactly. And it's like, correct. that's how you get them to sell. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's interesting how this froze back to that man's man movie, Dragon. Yeah. That- but no, that is, a, that is a good thing where it's like, people just want to fucking hear themselves talk. So if exactly. you talk the entire time, you're actually not doing a good job of selling. 
And yeah, Pacino is exactly like that is who he is. He wants to hear your story. He wants you to fucking brag about what you just did. Yeah. And he, he even asked some details like, what were you doing? Yeah. Tell me, oh, word for word, how it is. Where was the, oh, where was he? Like, you can see he genuinely gives a shit. He does. He does. It's not, he's not just playing it to be a nice guy. He genuinely gives a shit about this other guy. Yeah. I also, there's a, there's a good, there's a good line. Uh, and I wish I could remember who said it. I, I, I'm attributing a lot of things to either Alec Baldwin in that speech or Al Pacino, but I don't know. That's necessarily true, but there's the a good line. The two fucking man's man's. The two man's man. But th- one of the reasons that this is, this is genuinely a man's man movie about taking responsibility for yourself, right? And your actions is yeah. like one of the, one of the things that he says is like, uh, God damn it. Hold on. Your excuses are your own. Like, I don't give a fuck what your excuses are for anything you didn't sell anything that's like your excuses are your own right and they do not pertain to me in any way shape or form i loved it i love that like your excuses are this your is own the I'm, I'm gonna say it. this is the fucking rocky thing of like oh yeah. you want something you gotta work your ass you gotta work your fucking yeah. ass off and you better not blame anyone else for your fucking shortcomings right it is yours alone right your lead and it's oh, like your, your lead sucked uh, yeah, that's that's an excuse, like, my, okay. my friend. <laughs> like, yeah, what that, the fuck? Yeah. So does everybody like? So do other people. And it is. This is a th- and it's another thing. Um, what's his name? Uh, Bar Rescue. Mm-hmm. I, I got to get back to finishing Bar Rescue. But Bar Rescue, a big thing that he's about is like, who whose fault is this? And what he wants to hear from people is, it's my fault. I fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And when you hear someone say that, that's when he's like, good. That's what I want to hear. Now I'm here to help you. Yeah, I'm here to help you take responsibility for your own actions and to yeah. show you how to do things. But if you don't do that basic thing, mm-hmm. I can't fucking help you. And that's when he screams at people is whenever they're like, oh, it's it's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. It's this. It's that, yeah. it's that. And you always see him like this is why you're fucking failing because something is always someone else's fault. I don't have to change because yeah. I'm perfect. Yeah. So my bar must be perfect. It's everyone else fucking it up. And it's like, no, it's you who are fucking it up. You, you know, again, I, how how? Fucking bar rescue is not canceled. The what's his name, oh, John Tapper. John Tapper How John is Tapper not canceled? Is, yeah. is not canceled in this day in this day and age is fucking wild to me. <laughs> I uh, I was thinking about it in terms of my um uh somebody's trying to log into our Mailchimp um is in terms of uh like whenever I don't do my like workout like supplementary workout exercises that I'm supposed to do for uh mm-hmm. to like help with my jujitsu whenever i don't do it i'm like oh, i'm only hurting myself here <laughs> you know i'm only um shortchanging myself in terms of uh well, that's like me like yeah go i try to i try to like i'm trying to like run a certain amount every week yeah and like i didn't hit it last week and i'm yeah. like i only have me to blame because I could sit here and be like, oh, my knee hurts and it's actually swollen and I should take a day off. But you know what? No, it's my fucking laziness. It's not because yeah. my knee is fucked up and I should probably take a couple of days off. I fucked up, Dragon. It's my fucking fault. I believe I'm a I lazy an, piece of I believe shit I heard an who's limping. in there. Uh, I, know, I, I mean, my, my knee is swollen and it kind of like I, I wore a knee brace yesterday just to walk. But yeah. you know what? It doesn't matter. I should still <laughs> fucking be running. I should still go out there and run my 10 so miles. So stupid. So stupid. Um, anyway, I and that's that's what I was. I was applying it to my life and being like, yeah, I'm, I'm a piece of shit when I don't do the things I'm supposed to do. I'm only hurting myself with my excuses. Anyway, you're not a piece of shit, but you're no, you're, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not helping yeah. myself. I'm not doing myself any favors by like not doing the things I know I'm supposed to do and that I have the time to do. I'm just being lazy. Um, anyway. Yeah. And the, the part that I, the part that I hated was, uh, Pacino being fucking so fucking slimy at the, right at the end when he's like, uh, cause Pacino knows you have three days mm-hmm. before you can recant. And he's just lying to him. He's like, I have to go on a plane to, 
I'm going to be not going to be back till Monday. Let's talk about this on Monday, knowing full well that the guy can't recant at this point. Yeah. And he's like lying to him, like, don't worry. We're going to do it this day. Slimy. And it's like, man, a fucking slimy as fuck. Like, I like I understand that. Like, oh, man, you you just made the sale and you got to fucking do that. But he's like, man, you are sacrificing your own morality there for 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 a fucking sale. Yeah. It's like, man, that that's the only part I don't like about Pacino. Besides that, I'm like, man, he's fucking great. He's he's such a great person in this movie. Yeah, I mean, look, none of and, them are great. None of them are great dudes in terms of like, none of them are nice. You know, they're not like nice guys. They're like all around not very nice, but they like have their own sort of codes, right? So yeah, I yeah. I do agree with you that like that was like just the kind of thing where you're like, yeah, oh, Al Pacino, man, you're you're doing so well too. Like you don't have to, you know, like you don't have to do that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, but- for real. Like I'm like, dude, you're 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 a good salesman. You don't have to fucking like hold. You don't have to cling on to this fucking sale yeah. with all your fucking might, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Although it does make you think too, like maybe this is what he does. Maybe, maybe the reason that he gets so many sales is because he does shady shit and like doesn't. I don't know. In my look, so I'll give you a like in my head, if someone comes into my gym mm-hmm. and is like, I don't know, I didn't really like the experience here, I can be like, well, you know, come in another day. Maybe it'll feel differently. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not going to be like, no, no, no. Trust me, everything. It's it's perfect. It's great here. They just just sign up here right now. Do yeah. this, blah blah blah. Pay me, pay me money, and this and that, and blah blah. I'm just, in my mind. I'm just like, look, if this isn't the right place for you, yeah, that's fine. You can go somewhere else, and like, I'll 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 get another person to come in and and, and like give me money. I don't like not that I don't need you, but yeah. it's more like I don't. If you don't want to be here, I don't want to take your money. Right. Like well, I, I want to take the money of someone who wants to be here. I feel like gyms are, I feel like gyms are a little bit different though. Cause like gyms are like, it's personality based, right? Like you mesh with certain people and you mesh with certain environments. You mess with, you mesh with certain gyms and you won't mesh with others. And I think it just makes sense. Like people self-select, right? Like the people who are meant to be with you will be with you. And the people who are not meant to be with you won't. And that's fine. Yeah. And there's some people who like, like I, like I have, I had one guy who come who's like, he's fucking great. He loves it. He wants to be there, but it's like, oh, uh, I, you're, you're, big guy i don't have the right sparring partners to make you what you could be right. and i'm like hey man like uh come come and visit that's cool we're still yeah. friends it's not like i'm gonna be like fuck you go fuck yourself like you can still visit whenever you want um yeah. but like unfortunately i don't have what you need yeah you can hang out and stuff you can come i for drop-ins you can still hang out whenever we go out and shit mm-hmm. but like like you you should find the gym that's better suited for your needs right you know what i mean like yeah. like yeah it's it, like that's my mentality yeah anyway that is not that that cannot be your mentality when you're selling parcels of land real to, estate property yeah real no. estate property you gotta be um, like i need to get the deal and then fucking go tell you to go fuck yourself yeah so so one of the one of the big so we've been talking about a lot about this but we haven't talked about like the heist essentially in this movie the actual story <laughs> the actual story yeah so basically ed harris is a uh um disgruntled <laughs> and, and, and is like feels okay. like he's gonna get fired anyway right so he hatches yes. this plan where he talks to like the sales people across the street, basically. And he decides that he's going to stale, st- stale, steal the Glengarry leads, which are like the primo mm-hmm. leads that they all are, are waiting on, right? Because they're newer. They're people like that, you know, just signed up or whatever, whatever, whatever. So he's going to steal these leads in a heist and he's going to sell them. Which are them, only for closers, by the way. Which are only for closers. Yeah. We, listen, the Glengarry leads are for fucking closers, just like coffee. Coffee's for closers, motherfucker. Anyway. Yeah. So he... uh 
he hatches this plan. And at first you just see him um, pulling in Alan Arkin to this plan. Right. And Alan, Alan Arkin yeah. is like the most nervous human being that you've ever seen in your life. Like he just like yeah. fundamentally cannot handle it. Right. Like he cannot handle this plan. He is like, he wants mm-hmm. to do it, but he like, you know, he just doesn't have it in him. Right. He yeah, does not exactly. have it in yeah, him yeah. to do this. Yeah. So he's uh, like, yeah, I, I'd go along with with this but like I, I like the idea of all this but you know in the end i'm like no i don't want to fucking do that that's yeah that scares me <laughs> i also no. i also looked up like his so his cut would be twenty five hundred dollars right you rip you, st- yeah. you rip off the office your cut of this is twenty five hundred dollars that's like five grand that's not enough money that's five grand in today's no. money that's insane yeah. that's an insanely but small amount of money to leads. go to jail yeah sure whatever. and some of the leads sure but like you know that in like a job at the other place whatever but like that's just okay. ridiculous like, like fundamentally mm-hmm. ridiculous um anyway so that's so that's what you see so basically all you see is ed harris talking to alan arkin about this plan and then the next day is when like you find out like yeah the office got broken into so you assume it was alan arkin that did it right in in cahoots with ed harris and as ed, with ed harris as a ringleader and yeah, then basically. and and then like the cops are there they're fucking interviewing everybody and like all of the guys are just like breaking down right and harris and alan arkin well especially alan arkin but and harris is like this fucking asshole blah, blah, blah. it's just a lot of fucking like, you can't talk like, to me like that yeah and like but like mumbling angrily to him to himself like after and alan yeah. arkin same thing alan arkin has like a nervous breakdown like a straight up nervous breakdown about it it's so funny mm-hmm. and then shelly comes in riding this high because he just made these sales and he yeah. doesn't even fucking give two shits about the cops there. He doesn't give it. No. He didn't barely even ask what happened. He's just like, whatever. I did this sale. I'm riding high on this. This is amazing. And you don't yeah. suspect Jack Lemon at all. At all. Correct. Until. And, but uh, Until he fucks up. Until he fucks up. So basically, uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey, <laughs> Kevin Spacey fucks up Al Pacino's sale. Right. Yes. Kevin Spacey opens his big fucking mouth and fucks up Al Pacino's sale. And the guy that he's like trying to get to not sell shit just like has a nervous breakdown. And Al Pacino loses it. And like, that's it. And then Al Pacino does the best, the best, just like most devastating takedown of Kevin Spacey or any other human being. It's fucking insane. He's like, basically, like, you can't be us. You can't be us. That's why you are where you are. Yeah. And my, my, I think my favorite thing was him just being like, if, like, is the, the basic thing he says is like, if you don't know what the fuck to say, don't fucking say anything. Yeah. Why the fuck would you talk? But yeah, it, go on. Okay. So Al Pacino also has the best line deliveries in here. So it's like. So fucking good in this. It's, it's out. First of all. So the guy, the guy leaves, right? The guy that is reneging on the sale leaves. Yeah. Al Pacino just looks at Kevin Spacey and says, you stupid fucking cunt in like the most cut just like just like fucking it, just, it hurt me it hurt me when he said that right i was like oh no <laughs> and you see kevin spacey start to do the math right where you, you see kevin mm-hmm. spacey being like i have to be strong because this is about yeah. to be really horrible but i also know that i fucked up yeah. and he can't even look al pacino in the eye and it's so good he basically plays the whole scene with al pacino slightly behind him yelling at him but like without like really yelling just saying horribly mean things and kevin spacey just like kind of three quarters of the way turned away from him and like kind of glancing side eye at him instead of looking directly at him or facing him and it's so good you just see like 
the power dynamics going on in this office. Yeah. It's and so it's, fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. And then you get you get Al Pacino going, what are you going to do about it? Asshole. Just like in that like very <laughs> just like <laughs> so good. It, if you I feel like I feel like so many male actors must do like these dialogue scenes as like when they're like a, uh not applying for jobs what is it what is it auditioning when they're auditioning for jobs they must they must do it was it he's like yelling at him like what are you hired for it's the fucking help us yeah <laughs> like yeah not- the fuck us and then yeah, the, shit like that like his the, yeah that, that the most that the monologue most, is the so most devastating part good. the most de- devastating part is him being like whoever told you you could work with men like just like looking oh at my it, god yes <laughs> holy shit it's just like, like again in my heart i was like i i i feel bad yeah I, I, my heart hurts right now because and i was not even in the movie yeah right like, like jesus christ shit. to be talked down to like that oh my god and then I also love when he when he uh he, he fucking gave he gave Ricky of uh, Ricky he gave uh, Pacino yeah I mean his name was Ricky yeah, he yeah. gave Pacino three cards and he was like what what the fuck you gave me three shit leads you gave me three shit fucking leads this is Patel and after they talking about Patel the day before <laughs> yeah 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 so good so goddamn oh, good it's like it must be so terrible to be talked down to by by fucking Pacino and you can see like this is a regular occurrence because yeah. he knows. Not to talk back, he goes. I'm just gonna shut up and yep. just let you rant, and that's it. Like, it, I, there's nothing I can do about it. it. I feel like this office is like, like if you were doing like an anthropological study on like male dynamics, when like there's like a group of like men together, like you could do that on this office. It's just like the most aggro, fucking angriest pecking order that there is. Where mm-hmm. it's like you know who the top like alpha male is basically and then there's like just an, an angry like aggressiveness for all the people under him trying to like yeah jockey themselves to be at the top it's so interesting it's so good yes um, but anyway so then we get the end where kevin spacey is talking to jack lemon and jack lemon is like basically you know al pacino does this devastating takedown of kevin spacey and then goes to talk to the cops and then jack lemon is just out there chilling and jack lemon just has to like kind of jump on it right and just like yeah he's, like, yep, like, he's right because he's still riding that high of like i'm invincible yeah and then and then uh uh kevin spacey catches him basically and is like wait a minute there's a thing that you just said that makes me believe mm-hmm. you knew something that you shouldn't have known unless you were the one that broke into the this office and jack lemon instead of just being like oh i just guessed or something like that falls yeah. apart or <laughs> or I read it in your face, some shit like that. Yeah, like Jack yeah. Lemon lied. Falls what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he completely buckles under the pressure. He buckles. and then and then and then he reveals to him like you don't fucking like I don't like you number one, and you don't fucking make sales. Yeah, and that sale you made today that you're fucking so high about. Guess what? It's it's not going to go through because these people don't have any money, and I know they don't have any money. So I let you stand here and with that fucking high. And then was like, I didn't, I wasn't going to say anything until later, but now guess what? Go fuck yourself now. Yeah. And then, and you just see it like, oh man, it's over. And then at the end you see Jack, Jack, uh, what's his name? Lemon. Uh, Pacino come back yeah, out yeah. and just be like, still fucking pissed off at fucking, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face? It's Kevin Spacey. Uh, God damn it. Kevin Spacey. And just like, 
then go to fucking Jack Lemmon and be like, he's a fucking man. He's the man. And and like you see Kevin Spacey just be like, well, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shove it in your face. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna take care of this. And that's how the fucking movie ends. It's it's, it's it is so, so good. It's so good to see so the good. dynamic of these of the different yeah. men. Oh, so good. It's right, also, you know, you know what's really interesting to me? So they they set it up so Jack Lemon could say, like, my daughter is sick, I need money to help her, right? And he could mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. could do that, but he doesn't. He doesn't make that excuse. And that's so interesting to me that he like doesn't bother to play that like sympathy card. I mean, obviously he will. He will later. He's not at her. Well, he he did he did at the very end, but that's also because it's like he's at the end of his line. He's got nothing else to offer. Exactly, exactly. And it's but like it wasn't his immediate and, excuse. Yeah. And that's so interesting to me. It's so interesting. That's because um, he's He's not he's not Ed Harris. He's not a fucking he's not a man who makes excuses. He's just a man. He really is a man on a bad run. Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunately, like this is the end of it. Yeah. And he made a real bad decision. Ed Ed Harris just fucking what a piece of shit. Number one (laughs) is he just found he couldn't he couldn't get a fucking Alan Arkin to Alan Arkin to do it. Yep. I might might think close. Yeah, Yeah, he couldn't get Alan Arkin to do it. Even after threatening him to be like, well, I'm just going to tell him you did it anyway. So. Yeah. Also, when it happens tomorrow, I'm, you're going to be blamed because you didn't warn anyone. And I'm like, that's not how that works. But yeah. But you can see Alan Arkin being like, shit, I'm going to be in trouble for this. That's why he's having the breakdown because he's like, fuck, someone's going to he's going to tell him they're going to find out who it is. And then I'm going to be implicated in all this shit. Yeah. Um, well, you remember Ed Harris, like, Ed Harris already told him, like, either you do it for me or you don't do it. And I tell them you did it like that's like that's yeah. it, you know, which, again, to me is like. No, that's not like you could just be like, I thought he was fucking around. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. You're out. But anyway, yeah. um, he does it. And then immediately like and I'm like, well, is Ed Harris a fucking moron? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jack Lemon is going to fucking fault. Mm-hmm. Like he's not built for this. They're not fucking thieves. <laughs> if you're going to fucking do this, do it your fucking self. Also, who the fuck is going to be like, oh, we're going to pretend like it was a robbery. Who the fuck would believe it's a robbery? You took the most important thing there to the salesman. That Right. That's the thing that doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, like if there was cash in the place, then, yeah, I would understand. Right. But there's not. Yeah. You have like contracts and you have leads that no one, no one else that's not a salesman would want. It's so like, how is and this a break in? And you see Jack Lemon, like you see his idiocy in it because yeah. you see he stole the phones. Who the fuck is going to steal phones? Like of all the things in there, that's what you're going to steal. Also, why? Like, again, it's. Just it's the the idiocy of stealing the phones, of just like getting rid of some paperwork mm-hmm. and and all that extra shit. It's just like man, I, it's again, it's like the it, you can see like this guy is not a thief. He's just stupid. Yeah. He's but anyway, stupid. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's the movie, and it's amazing. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Yes. What are your final thoughts on this? Um, ten out of ten. It like truly, truly such a good movie. It's so good start to finish, and it, it's just it's the. It's a writing and it's the it's the like the every actor in this is doing 10 out of 10 work. Like, I can't believe mm-hmm. that this didn't win all the Oscars for acting. That's it just doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. Jack Lemon wasn't nominated. It doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> it just is not. It's wild to me that that that, that would be the case. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, loved it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Loved it. I give it a smashly. I would, would I would highly it's... recommend. <laughs> OK, Um. Like final, 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 final thoughts and your rating, um, please. So my, my final, no, I give this a 9 out of 10. It's mm. almost, almost fucking great. Almost great. It's almost perfect, but yeah, but it's really fucking good. There's, I just feel like there was just a little piece missing and it's probably just because like, oh, it's a play. 
Yeah. Like it, it, it's probably a 10 out of 10 out of the play. But as when you turn it into a movie, I was like, I, I wish it was just a little extra. Yeah. But that's OK if it's not. But that's yeah. OK. That's that doesn't have that, you know. Um, but yeah, it's fucking again. You're 100 percent nailed it. They just got like four fucking four. They got five. They got multiple yeah. fucking 10 out of 10 actors. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit. These guys are really good at playing their fucking parts. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I can't believe how fucking good they were at that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fucking so good. So, so good. So good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is also like a 30 something year old movie and it's still like amazing. It's still fucking good. It's it, like, poignant. it does not seem dated. I mean, the only thing that seems dated about it is like how they're doing their jobs. Right. But other than that, like mm-hmm. everything else about it is just, just makes so much sense. For today. Um, okay, I just looked it up, by the way. Guess yeah. who won Best Supporting Actor over Al Pacino? Who? Uh, Gene Hackman in Unforgiven, which I've always, I've never seen it. I will watch it. It's, I've always heard it's one of the best, um, uh, what do you call it, Westerns ever made. Really? Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, Unforgiven won the Oscar that year. And finally, guess who won Best Actor that year, Dragon? Who? Al Pacino for Scent of a Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so you... <laughs> He won. Could you imagine? He was nominated for best actor and best supporting actor. And I will argue, I I've not seen Unforgiven, but I'm like, how the fuck could that be? How the fuck could that be better than him in this movie? He's right? so fucking good in this movie. That actually explains why he Jack almost Lemmon, won That explains why Jack Lemmon wasn't nominated, though. I, I, now I get it. Now I get it. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway, that that's interesting. Anyway, yeah. All right, Dragon. Finally. Mm-hmm. Would you say this is a positive male role model for my son? Well, they're male and they're models of some kind. <laughs> I don't know who would be the most. Who would be the most positive male role model for my son? It would it be a uh, uh, Al Pacino. I think. Well, who I should think I that... show my when I show this movie to my son. Who should I say that is a man's man? I think you should don't be think, like Ed Harris. I think you should be. I think you should show Al Pacino, but I think you should cut off that part that cut out that like couple minutes where he's trying to scam the guy mm-hmm. <laughs> by telling him he does he like has two, he has more days than he does. I think that's what you got to do. Just like everything well, else, Al Pacino idea. does like makes sense other than that one thing that where he's like literally scamming mm-hmm. a man. I'm good. I'm just gonna show him uh what's his name? Fucking Alec Baldwin in this and they'd be like, that's that's who you should be. Fucking I w- and then I'm gonna buy him a little uh some brass balls to carry <laughs> around <laughs> and then to show people. It's like this is what I got. Brass fucking balls. <laughs> Wait, literally the the main takeaway I got from that scene is that Alec Baldwin has given the speech so many times that he got brass balls made that he could hold over his own balls when he says the line about brass balls. <laughs> he literally had that done. <laughs> Legitimately dragging it. I want to get those brass balls. Can you get me those brass balls? Can you buy I, me those? I absolutely am not going to do that. I'll never hear the end of it. Uh, anyway. Right. Next. All right, Dragon. So I get to choose next week, right? Yes, you do. So we're continuing uh, Steak and Potatoes April, right? Yes. And we're going to watch a little movie uh-huh. called Once Upon a Time in the West. Dragon, we are heading back. And when I say back, I mean you specifically because you saw Spaghetti Western like mm-hmm. a month ago and mm-hmm. you said you loved it. Uh, we are going to watch one of Sergio Leone's famous spaghetti westerns once mm-hmm. upon a time in the west it came out in 1968 it's a brisk a fast two hours and 25 minutes <laughs> on amazon prime and it's starring one of the manliest man mans of all time dragon charles no. fucking bronson mm-hmm. again right? my dad it's my dad st- my dad kind of looks like charles bronson and it's very interesting to me every yeah. time 
Yeah. We're going to watch it and you're going to say, he, I've seen this movie before. The fucking man's man. Anyway, uh, also starring Henry Fonda and mm-hmm. uh, Claudia Car- Cardinale. Cardinal? Cardinal. Cardinal E. Okay. I'm just, I'm saying that. I don't, I actually don't know how to pronounce it. But anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Dragon Spaghetti Western. Sergio Leone. We're doing it next week. I'm excited. All right. Dragon, yes. do me a favor. Yes. Send this off. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.